Get road trip ready with a service checkup at your local Chevy dealer. They can save you time and money and get the job done right the first time, worry-free. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for current service specials or to schedule a test drive. Thank you for sharing all of your examples of denials of medical claims. I can't believe the amount of people who are texting in and the in-depth stories. Another doctor, cardiologist, I would assume, just sent in a text and said, I ordered a stress test on a female and was told she has to have typical male chest pain in order for that stress test to be approved. Karen Pollitz is with a senior fellow for health reform and private insurance at KFF. There's an article out from KFF says denials of health insurance claims are rising and getting weirder. And when I read it, Karen, it's frightening. It seems like they are purposely denying claims as a way just to make more money. Well, it is um, it is very upsetting, uh, and I have personal experience with this myself. So, um, uh, yeah, Libby's article that you're referring to uh, from KFF Health News had a lot of great examples uh, from a project they call Bill of the Month, uh, where people submit these crazy stories, and they have more than they can use. We actually just completed... Um, uh, a national, uh, nationally representative survey. So we have some data um, on this now. We find that 18%, so one in five, um, of adults with insurance, uh, any kind of insurance, tell us in the last year they've had a claim denied. So this happens a lot, and it's upsetting when it happens. Sometimes it's just a pain in the neck. You have to make calls and, you know, do stuff, but... Sometimes it's even more serious, and it can delay or block entirely access to the care that you need or end up costing you a lot more out of pocket. And not just frustrating for the patient, but we've heard from several doctors and surgeons via our text line who are fighting to get what is due to their patient. And this isn't just um, private insurance. This is happening with ACA. Some people Mm -hmm. still call it Obamacare, and the whole purpose of that program was to eliminate these obstacles, and personally, I just wish that the people who are always fighting against it would have fought for it and continue to try and improve it, because, of course, everything needs a tweak, but those people shouldn't be putting up with the very things that ACA was designed to prevent, should they? Well, no. And, uh, you know, when you have insurance, right, you think, oh, I've crossed the finish line. I've got that magic card in my pocket. But if it won't pay your bills, then you're, it doesn't really feel like coverage. So I think getting insurance is absolutely important. Getting insurance you can afford, absolutely important. But it's also important that that coverage works the way it's supposed to. And um, and like you said, that's going to take some more tweaks. I think some more checking um, by the people that regulate health plans, whether they're public plans or private insurance. And as consumers, what can we do to move that forward? Because it's getting increasingly frustrating. Yeah. Huh. Well, if I had the magic answer to that, Lisa, I would uh, <laughs> I would tell you. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's important to call attention to this. I think it's important not to just sit in silence. Um, one of the things we found uh, from our survey, we asked people, if you had a problem with your health insurance, what did you do about it? And we gave them a whole list of things, you know, including did you file an appeal? Did you go back and look, you know, for your 
documents? Did you call the plan? Did you ask your doctor to help? Um, only 10% um, of people who have problems with insurance tell us they actually appeal the denial. Um, that's a really low number. Um, and 30% of people told us they don't do anything. They right, just and so up. that just they encourages no the insurance answer. Yeah, yeah, that encourages the insurance companies to continue to carry on because they know if they delay, you'll go away. Well, and I get that. You know, I've had two kids and four cancers, so I know that, you know, when you're using your health insurance, chances are you don't have a lot of bandwidth for anything else, right. <laughs> including dealing with your insurance. Um, so I think, you know, people need to ask for help, too, because they just, you know, it's too hard to do it on your own when you've got a crying baby or chemotherapy or whatever going on. So um, so I, I think it is important for people to help. Um, asking your doctor oftentimes is a good idea, um, and they'll usually know more of the kind of clinical detail in case there's some question about that that the insurance company is raising. Um, you can call uh, the government agency that regulates your insurance. 75% of people tell us they don't know who that is. So that would be a good thing to look up. Um, the, so is um, there I, one single government agency no, or is every state? No, wouldn't that be nice? No, there isn't. So I And people in Medicare and Medicaid were more likely to know people in the public programs. So it's the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services uh, that you call uh, here in Washington. And if you're on Medicare, there's a 1-800-MEDICARE number where you can start, start connecting to health. If you're in private insurance, um, it depends. If you have um, coverage through work, believe it or not, it's the United States Department of Labor. Not one person who answered our survey could name that agency. So, But that's the big agency. It's the U.S. Department of Labor. And if you buy your insurance on the marketplace, the Obamacare policies, it's your state insurance department. Um, so, um, so uh, you know, maybe do a little proactive research now to figure out who you're supposed to call. But it is a good idea to call for help if you just don't have the bandwidth to follow up on your own. Karen Pollitz is a senior fellow for health reform and private insurance at KFF. They conducted this study and published the research. I just got a text said, hey, Lisa, I think you remember my daughter. You met her about 17 years ago when you were at the other radio station. She was 20 years old at the time when she got sick. You'll remember she lost all four limbs. Life is a struggle for her every day and, of course, compounded with the insurance struggles. She needs new prosthetics for her feet. And, of course, they do not want to pay for what she needs just so that she can walk properly. These are something that need to be replaced every few years and are very expensive, like she doesn't have enough to deal with. Please do not mention her name, as I know you will remember who she is. Absolutely, I do, and I'm so sorry about these struggles. And that just seems like any human would understand that struggle, but I feel like we're dealing with AI. And when I saw in your report, Mm. it talked about Cigna having a program that looks at 50 medical charts every 10 seconds And is that to determine whether they're going to allow a procedure or not allow a procedure? Uh, So I'm sorry. That's actually from the uh, uh, KFF Health News reporting, and I'm not as familiar with that, although I've seen a lot of coverage about that since. But, uh, yeah, it would appear that some insurers are using um, an automated system 
to just kind of run some checks on the medical necessity of any given claim. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know how it works. but That's okay. It, it's pretty yeah. clear. AI works on criteria words, and if there are certain things in there that don't connect, you just get booted. So I just want to recap what you're saying. Uh, talk to your doctor, file an appeal, call a governmental agency, whether that's your state insurance board, U.S. Department of Labor, just start Googling and don't stop would be my guess. That's what you're yeah, going to tell us to do? I wish I could tell you more. Um, and I certainly, <laughs> I you know, I, I've gotten good at this over the years. So when friends of mine get sick, instead of bringing a casserole, I offer to help them with their bills and their paperwork with the insurance. So if you can find a friend who can help you out or your lawyer, um, that's a really good idea. Thank you so much, Karen, and good luck to your family. I know they've got their struggles as well. Thank you so much, Lisa.